Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sometimes golf is a pain in the butt. You hit your ball in the trees and then you live out the butt. But if you've got a little time, and come and spend it with us. Because now you're listening to the Rough Cut. Hello, 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 and welcome down to the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, where, like an out-of-control roller coaster, we are racing towards the official start of the golf season at Augusta. And as green and as beautiful as those hallowed fairways, I have myself and my fellow co-presenters here arrayed before you. We have Mick, we have Jacob. And we have Kieran ready to keep you up to date on everything that has been happening in the world of golf and in our own personal journeys as well. Gentlemen, how are we? Yeah, really good. That uh, was... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you'd have seen how little energy Peter had before we press record, you would be as flabbergasted as we are that, at what just happened. That's it. I'm, I'm just working That out. is <laughs> literally so every ounce I had left has just gone into that intro, so I'm dumb. I, I, I understand where the beautiful correlation relies between us and Augusta, but the green? Well, we're still relatively we're new to this. Are we yeah, eco-friendly? Um, no, I mean, we're fresh to this uh, podcasting game. Literally, okay. we are what? Is this 13 or 14? This 14? is our 13th episode. This yeah. is our 13th episode, unlucky for some. Um, but <laughs> that is still quite new in the podcast sure, game. Let's face sure. it, you know, we can't claim to be experienced old hands at this just yet. We are still in our apprenticeship phase. Sure. Okay. What, um, what episode will it be till we're like... You know, four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Yeah, if you get, in, I think if you get into triple figures, it starts. That's to when you can call yourself like a. Yeah. You know what you're doing. When when we got to episode ten, I was like, oh, ten double digits. And now I'm thinking episode hundred looks <laughs> triple nice. Triple digits. Right, okay. Yeah, I think hundred. I think hundred. I think the moment we take this on the road and do it from a different location is when we can become experienced. Right, Ooh, okay. Right, well, you've okay. already done it from yeah, a different yeah, location. Have we not done that? No, not, not with like the full setup the full and right. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, well, okay. Not well, that B-Tech setup. Nothing wrong with really. <laughs> 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 doing a B-Tech. I did a B-Tech. When would, when would that be, do you reckon? Should we do like a 50th episode sort of? Well, next time we travel special? somewhere, we'll take the actual podcast stuff mm. with us and do a real one. Okay. 
Not we'll, we'll certainly think about it. Depends who we're flying with. If we're flying through BA through Heathrow. Definitely not. Not, <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. Because you know what will happen, the podcast, the, the microphones will get through and the stands for them won't. <laughs> That's not bad. I quite like that though. Yeah, I know I'd rather the mics than the stands. I knew, I knew you would like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they came in the same box. You know, That's amazing. It's one of those things. Um, so the piece of um, spectacular news this morning that we received was that not only was Peter coming into the office a little later than normal, expected, long drive last night, but he was bringing with him Murph. <laughs> Special guest. Special guest, Murph. Um, he's been extra. If you don't know who Murph is, Murph is Pete's dog. Hmm. Um, Chuck up a photo. Oh, there's a photo. Um, or we could actually just go and get Murph <laughs> if he <laughs> wanted to. Yeah. 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 Um, do you think he's been well behaved? Um, he's been all right. I, I didn't get a chance to actually walk him properly this morning, so he's still got quite a lot of energy. Um, so after this, heading straight home, give him a quick run around, and then hopefully he'll be okay. But yeah, I wasn't in a good way this morning, so... Yeah, uh, when you said you hadn't given, me, you didn't have time to give him a good walk. I thought you were going to say like, I'd give him a good talking to about coming into the office. <laughs> Listen, and sat of, him down. There's going to be a lot of equipment in there. Everyone's going to be trying to get work done, so don't go around looking for attention, trying to steal people's lunches. Which he did. Which, Which is did. Why. obviously he did. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. Well, I, I tell you what, I did try to offer him a quaver, and he didn't accept it. He didn't want it. Well, he it, and then, yeah. well, that's one of the things I sat him down to talk about. Don't accept anything that Kieran gives you. Right. <laughs> Advice, <laughs> food. If that was my dog, he'd be straight in. But yeah, yeah but like your dog would be straight in. Like if I took my shoes off, he'd yeah, get yeah. the socks off my feet. He literally so. would. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Have you, got a, have you got a <laughs> story? What story dog have you got? Uh, it's a working cocker called Paddy. What the heck does that mean? Is it is is working? He's not crucial broken. to the bre- the breed. Yeah. Or yeah, is yeah. it just a cocker? But it's just. Is, no. is a working cocker a breed? It's yeah. it's, it's not a broken one. No, no, no. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's not just a cocker spaniel. Like, it's a working cocker spaniel. Yeah, it's that meant is to be the breed. On the farm, sort of but the okay. working is part of the name. Yeah. Little farm right. dog, yeah. Okay. Nice. Mm. Nice. I, I good, think good dog chat. <laughs> See, this this is why this is why I'm still green behind the ears about this because now we have to transition from working cockers into wait. I'll do it. The first bit of the news. <coughs> okay. Hit okay. Me. Yeah, maybe I'm not. really struggling. You're yeah. praying. Um, I could have a quick pray. Um, please, can, can I have ta- a go? Yeah, yeah, go. On, oh, I was going to play to. I was going to pray to Tiger Woods to get, <laughs> help me out with this segue. But you go. Yeah, go, go for it. Okay, I've never done a segue before. But um, okay, so um, going from working cockers to working on your short game, we've got a new video coming out recently. Oh, that was actually so bad. Bad. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Which is a short I'll game, ma- short game masterclass with Fred Limblum. Limblum. Yeah. It's, it's out, so go check it out. Are you happy with that? Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you kind of exited, you backed out of that one quite I'll, quickly. I'll be honest, like, I didn't really, I've never done a segue before because I'm not normally yeah, the people to do it. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. problem with it is that you have to be so confident in your landing that other people go, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not educationally advanced enough <laughs> to do any of this sort of <laughs> oh stuff. Oh my God. So, he uh, left school at 12 to deliver yeah, fish. No, no, no. So it's, I'm, I'm happy with that, to be honest. But um, So yes, well done. <laughs> we, we had a couple of videos come out um, since we last saw you. Uh, one of which is the uh, short game masterclass with Frederick Limblom, um, which happened over in Arizona. It's dead, yes. Um, talk us through it. How did how did it go? How did it feel? What did you learn? What did you go in expecting to get? Um, it was a slightly different video in some respects because it was it's quite a raw video. Yes. So we just went to the short game area, went through four sections of the uh, my game, so pitching, uh, floating kind of shots around the green, and standard chip and run and bunkers. Filmed the whole thing, cut it together, released it. I think it's almost like 40 minutes long. 
and it's just rammed full of information. It was actually, it was really good. I've, I've had lessons in the past kind of five, six years on my full swing, but an actual dedicated short game lesson, I've never really, never really done it before. Yeah, mm. it's one of those, it's one of those things that you always see people recommending you work on more than hitting the ball a long way is your short game and your putting. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the things also, in my understanding, that people don't practice enough. No, I'm nowhere near. And it, and even, you know, it, it was eye-opening for me in many respects because a lot of the stuff he was talking about, you know, me being a coach, I kind of understood it, but there were a few things in there as well which I hadn't really thought of in that way before. So it is definitely well worth a watch. And, of course, it's in... Arizona, which is absolutely yep, yep. beautiful sunshine. Uh, and then we went from there to the snowy links oh, yeah. of West Langs. Yes. Quite the contrast. So the other video is that has just come out, which I believe if this comes out on like a Tuesday, yep, it's, it's been out, out for like 24 hours-ish, mm -hmm. yep. um, is the next Best Golfer on YouTube Challenge, which came directly from Mr. Matthew Fryer. Yep. It did. He was in fine form. Very good match. Very funny match. Yeah, probably the funniest match so far, I'd say. There's, there's some the there's some competition. Uh, we we talk about Matt Fryer a little bit on the show, and we have in the past said that he has a little bit of a potty mouth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And has a wicked quick sense of humour. Yeah. Um, and it definitely came out in the video. I he's, think it he's very very good. It definitely comes out when there's snow or you know, <laughs> snow about. It definitely comes out. But um, yeah, no, it was good. It was, it was a good match. Good golf. Um, some eagles in there, some birdies, some, yeah, some not good golf <laughs> as well. A but full array. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how was it to film? Cold, uh, very cold. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was. I've never been like wrapped up so tightly before, but this was like. Here's a question for you: If you had to do that course vlog every day for a week, or you had to do the helping Tom home Turnbury course vlog every day for a week, which one would you take? Uh, Turnbury. Mm. That was worse. Yeah, probably Turnbury. Yeah, no, Turnbury was better than West Ham. Yeah. was worse weather. Yeah, it was with uh, with Turnbury. It was, was Carter instead of Matt. So you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was with yeah. So yeah. you've got to take that into take that into account. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Turnbury was just just wet, wasn't it? It wasn't uh, wet and windy, but it wasn't particularly cold. Mm. I remember um, we we prepared ourselves fairly well. I thought we were, we were well wrapped up. The only problem we didn't have is we didn't any, have anything for the hands. Mm. And when you're holding cameras, obviously you need your hands to be fairly accessible. Dexterous. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. We, we had to get a bit um, creative. Creative. <laughs> I had a, I had a foot joy sock on one hand, <laughs> and a left, a right-handed, no, left-handed no, golf, left golf club on my Turned right hand. Turned other way round. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. God's sake. So, Why do so we not cool. just prepare for these things? Well, no, well, like, well, also know. as well because I needed to tap the screen as well. So I need. I actually had to take the sock off because I needed that one. So I had the, um, I had the the golf glove on with me rocker. As I called it, the rocker. Yeah, um, your zoom, which, is, which is actually what it's called. Your zoom fingers. Um, and then this one, I had to tap on the screen. So Man, yeah. not just a pretty face, eh? Yeah, yeah. He knows how to twiddle those fingers. Although, could have just brought some gloves. You, you didn't yeah. have any gloves, well. did you? I didn't know. Yeah, you had yeah. no gloves. You, you are right. It's about being prepared. Um, you don't own a waterproof jacket, so that and you true. work in an industry yeah. where you walk around a golf course yeah. all the time, nah. and. You live in Manchester. No, yeah, but the, 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 the you're that, silly. That foot joy one does quite a good job. Not too bad. It, you were wearing this hoodie. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> <laughs> yes. This is ultra yeah, thin, no, ultra comfortable. Yeah, 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 you could sleep in this as pajamas if you wanted it to be. Yeah, no, it's it definitely not waterproof and definitely not warm. Yeah. Prepare yourself better, friend. Yeah, no, I need to. Yeah. I need to get better. 
Um, so those are out. Beautifully filmed. Wonderfully edited. I think I also did yeah. quite a good job. <laughs> did you edit it? Yeah. No, I edited Friar. Right, okay. Um, mm-hmm. If you missed that, he ushered towards me and I got all the credit for nothing because that was great. <laughs> you did. Wow. You, uh, to be fair, the video that you edited had very little editing required because it was a linear Yeah, it was quite it was just teaching one, session. One take when he... That was what was very impressive, I must say, with, the, um, with Fred was that he was so good. Like, he, he's so, like... Um, he's so knowledgeable, isn't he? Of like, I think when you get someone talking about something they are comfortable talking yeah. about, it makes it a lot easier. I thought there'd be a few people times can go with the flow and yeah. just get on with it. So I thought there'd be a few times where he'd like stop and yeah, but like he was just constantly. I really, like, I'm really so hopeful good. that that video is going to go down well. And I think the good thing about it is that even though it was focusing on Pete, I think there's a lot that people can just take generally there's yeah. no kind of yeah. focus so yeah, to yeah. speak on Lots you as a gen- player general advice as well yeah as specific. The, the the technique i taught or spoke to you about before we played um formby ladies you yes. that was taken from that yes video. it was so we were we were warming up um on the on the chipping area the short game area because we knew that that was going to be um a big a big um uh, win for us early in that day and i like bladed a couple across the chipping green and jacob was like oh by the way when i was editing that Fred Lindblom video that taught me taught me this thing. Like one of the great things about editing the videos all day is that you're like, oh, that's a new tip. I didn't know mm. that. Some of it sticks. Yeah, <laughs> and it was about when during your takeaway on a short chip, having the toe pointing up in the air mm. and then kind of rotating your body through and trying to keep that kind of trying to keep that angle as you sweep under the ball and yeah. and then I did one and I was like, oh my god, it like stopped right next to that and I was like, okay, yeah, we found something for those kind of short. Uh, short chips around the green but maybe you need to get height just keeps the height and the uh, on the club face and then just allows you to sweep underneath is there anything I'm sure you've watched the video Mm. yeah you've you've watched it and you've commented on it and you've liked it and you've subscribed to it if not do it Mm. Um, is there anything you went that you um, like that really surprised you or that you kind of didn't expect to learn about yourself or your swing or your game during that during that session Um, probably one of the things which was kind of interesting at the end, and I don't even think we actually got this on video because, like, Kieran's right, once Fred got going, you know, it was like trying to plug a dam. It yeah. just wasn't, yeah. <laughs> wasn't going to happen. Just, it, yeah. the, you know, the information had broken free and it was it was impossible to put back on. But right at the end, I think when we stopped filming in the bunker, there was just this really cool tip that he just gave. It was like setting up, but on the backswing, about really actively opening up the club face. Uh, so it's set open anyway, but then opening it more with the hand, so rotating it open, and then coming through the ball, kind of releasing it, so actively trying to like shut the club face. Yeah, like kind of like you're skipping a stone. Yeah, and it yeah. just added adds so much more speed, and uh, for me, like a a lot of spin at the point of impact. So that was really good. Um, so I might do another completely different video about that. The yeah. bunker videos do yeah. terrible, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe despite, not. Despite <laughs> it probably being the thing that everyone. The struggles the most. Yeah, yeah. People just don't want to. They uh, don't want to know. People just just, just <laughs> don't want to face the fears. You yeah. know. Yeah. Do, do me another video about hitting the ball much yeah. further. <laughs> don't worry. I'll watch that. I'm not watching something about something I really struggle with. Yeah. There was a bit as well where he like got you to um, like scoop a bit of sand onto the club face, didn't he? And then you had to sort of yeah, that's like keep there, yeah. it on the um, you had to keep it as you keep were swinging, it on the like face keep it on and the face. throw it over the top of your shoulder that was really yeah, yeah. good that that, that was, was good. I'd never seen that it's before just a good feel thing just yeah. to keep that it was very cool that wasn't a tip we were just playing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. just, just building sandcastles just playing the sand yeah. 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 had a great time nice day at the beach um, so yeah that, that video um, is out so go and watch it um, glad you got something out of it mm. um, something that you may have 
been required to use in a video that was filmed over the course of the last two days. Talk us through, obviously, now, I always ask you how it went in one of these, when we, when we kind of preview a match. I always ask you how it went. I'm not going to ask you how it went. How did it go? Um, so to put some context on that, which you completely, absolutely... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it to you. ...road roughshod over. Yeah, go on, hit me. What happened over the last two days? The Golf Bidder Challenges are back with myself and Rick Shields. We filmed both the club picking and the match as well, and they were absolutely fantastic, to be honest. I think really the, good. the two videos that we've done, potentially because of the gap as well, you know, it's been three years since we've done one of these challenges. I think everybody there, both me, Rick, and you know, everyone who's filming kind of got the got the vibe that these videos are probably gonna be the most successful as far as like views and everything else that we've that we've done in this series so far because it was just yeah. there were so many highlights, so many like positive points from the videos that I think it it's gonna go yeah. it's gonna go viral. If it's not top 10 on trending i'd be surprised i think with videos like this there's such an anticipation and you always hope that it will play out the way you want it to play out yeah and everything fell into place perfectly and wow. i cannot wait for this video to come out both of them they're going to be awesome so good yeah. there's a lot of a lot of drama you will not be disappointed i promise <laughs> yeah it was very very good very good. good to meet the team as well good to meet rick's team yeah 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 very it was good. nice there's a, there quite an entourage on the golf course. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think yeah. it was like a 15 ball yeah. in the end. Sheesh. I know. There's a lot of cameras. A lot of cameras, a lot of lenses. Yeah. A lot of shots. Yeah. <laughs> um, the So the breakdown of the videos is the club picking videos coming out on the Peter Finch Golf Channel. Um, and then the 18-hole match is coming out on Rick's channel. Um, so there's there's opportunity for you to get extremely excited about both those videos and there's a little bit of a gap in between to kind of re re wet the appetite for the actual for the actual match um happy with your selections uh yeah obviously we're not going to give anything away but once when you watch the uh club picking video it's going to be april the 10th i believe mm -hmm. it's the yes, mon uh, it's monday. monday after yeah. the masters um we both made some, I think, amazing choices and also some pretty sketchy <laughs> ones. But there's also quite a big twist in the video. So again, won't won't spoil it. Make sure you watch it. It's going to be out on April 10th. And then, yeah, the match uh, on Rick's channel is going to be out on the Friday 15th, if yeah, my maths is correct. I think that's, that's correct. It's yeah. good maths. <laughs> quick, quick maths. Thank there. you very much. Um, so you, th you three guys went. Um, uh, I was not there, but... I did feel like I was there, Jacob. Do you want to talk us through what was, <laughs> what was actually well, happening? As as you mentioned, you weren't there and also David wasn't there. And I didn't want you to feel left out. I think that we all wanted to know Thank what you. was no, going on. Thank you, it was on. really worth it. So whilst the match was going on, I had the fortunate opportunity of watching golf and just kind of not having to look through a little viewfinder to watch some, some golf on a golf course, which was very nice. Yeah. Um, so I just talk, took the opportunity to let you guys know what was going on. And I was giving some pretty... Hopeful, interesting, and insightful information back to you in the group chat just to let you know how it was going. Yeah, so Jacob was live tweeting the match from from the course to the work group chat, and me and David were both like pacing in our <laughs> in our respective homes about kind of what was what was going down and how Pete was playing and how Rick was playing, and yeah, it, it, 
it made me, like I said, it made me feel like I was there, but also made me very excited to watch yeah. watch the videos. Yeah. So well, I was, you know, I was adding a bit of color, just making sure you knew what was going on. It was great. I, I, I was, was like, I was like, give Pete a pep talk, <laughs> <laughs> get in here, hype him up. Yeah, David had some some uh, points of information. He was like, I'm not going to because I don't want to give anything away. But yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's really really good. I can't wait for it to come out. And it's just one of those where like people are probably going to be there like, oh, just let me know. It is worth the wait. Yeah. It's yeah. such as worth it. We were it. speaking to the guys as well, and they reckon it's probably going to be like an hour, two hour long sort of video as well. That's what, that's what they're thinking. So. Yeah. Netflix special. Netflix special. Yeah. 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 If Netflix want it, you want to buy the rights. Yeah, <laughs> speak, speak to Rick and yeah, get him to organize it. Um, with Actually, with that in mind, with streaming in mind, um, we had thought about um, doing something to mark the occasion with the guys on our Discord channel. So if you haven't already, click the link at the at the bottom in the old descripty and join the Discord. Because what I think we're going to try and do is do a kind of watch along of the match. It will come out on the Friday and then maybe we'll do a watch along of the match where you can comment on the kind of behind the scenesy stuff. We can talk about the kind of once it's out, we can break down what's what's been happening. It'll be very exciting to kind of get an insight. Kind of like, you know, when you watch, I don't know, we're nerds, Jacob. We watched Lord of the Rings. Yes. And then did you watch the one with the director's commentary? Yes. Of course you did. It's like that. <laughs> I think we should do <laughs> one exactly of those. exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> Down for that, Pete? Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, as long as you never, ever use the word discrepy again. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> I, think I, might, I might consider it. Um yeah. Yeah, maybe. But we're also going to be thinking about doing a, a watch along oh, with yeah. the Masters, Masters as well. Masters, we're so doing yeah. potentially um, doing a Masters live stream. Which, you know, we've not really done any of that kind of stuff before. Mm -hmm. So it might yeah. be a nice experiment to do. And I think, you know, everyone's going to be sat down watching the Masters as well. Yeah. So Maybe a bit later on, maybe a week or two later. I, I did it. mention the idea to Pete and he was like, well, it, it depends what you're going to be doing on that Sunday. I'm like, Pete, I'm going to be watching the Masters. What <sighs> else am I going to be doing? <laughs> the Sunday, come on. I don't know if I'm going to be there. Be where? Watching it? With you lot. Oh, where are you going to be? I'm going to be in London, I think. Oh. Yeah, going, going home to see my parents for Easter. Oh, it's Easter Sunday, isn't it? Is, that, uh, is it yeah. Easter Sunday? Of course yeah, it boys. is. Yeah, of course it is. Mm, are you, does that mean you're going home? I might, yeah, I might not be here. If it is, the, if it, is it Easter Sunday? Yes. That's me and you. Easter Sunday. Well, what, what, what are you going to do on Easter Sunday? Well, it's family time. We have, a, we, we have the duck race. We have the duck race on uh, oh, Easter yeah. Sunday, which I cannot miss on the... Might do a bit of commentary work there as well. That one is. Live stream the duck race yeah. on the um, Discord. Well, fair enough. You know, we really um, appreciate uh, this audience and our Discord audience. Just not enough to not attend a duck race. <laughs> and um, and you might think that they're real ducks. They're not real <laughs> ducks. <laughs> they're not real ducks. <laughs> no. it's, and it's not a real race. <laughs> is so, this a Dorset thing, or is this just your village thing? Ah, no, it's no it's, it is a village thing, generally, right. just across say, yeah, the country. It's national. Yeah, yeah. National. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was one, <laughs> I remember stumbling across one in uh, Cartmel in the Lake District. Well, not quite in the Lake District, but over that way. Right. And the <laughs> what's the best way to describe it? The ducks had got loose. <laughs> they'd gone down a little bit of the like stream they're not meant to. And yeah. The local vicar. They've gone off course. Yeah, well, the local vicar was in the stream. Of course, it like, was the vicar yeah. as well. Literally, literally with a net trying to catch him. But he had his like dog collar on as well. Right. He, it was just like he had his waders on. <laughs> and I, I was, it, it was at the bottom of a beer pub garden as well. Just had a wander over and I was like, 
I, I don't know if I'm hallucinating. This yeah. or not. <laughs> Something's going real wrong in my brain right now. There's, there's a vicar in a stream with a net trying to catch rubber ducks like flowing down a stream. Oh my god! Can we uh, can we put a duck in? Uh, yeah, you can buy a duck. We, where's, where's the, the um, where's the Dundonald duck? We should put that in. The Dundonald duck. Yeah, as long as it returns. The ones we get from Dundonald in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, the only, thing ducks. the only thing is that'll be a bit too small of a duck. Like these Will ducks it? are like They're quite big, big. Big boys. They are big ducks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Well, we could enter an underdog duck. Yeah, yeah, that's true. An underdog duck. The rough cut duck from the rough cut underdog Dundonald duck. That's what we want to enter. That was unbelievable. Can we make that happen? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can certainly put it to the council. Yeah, I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> to the, the Jedi Council. Wow, the duck racing council. <laughs> I'm ready for the trials, Master. Has <laughs> uh, David ever told you about his like local tradition thing where they throw eggs down the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he told you yeah, about this? About no. you about that? I don't know where. They I mean, then they paint. They paint the ducks. They, like, they, like, they, they, they draw. Them. Yeah, they like decorate on the eggs, and yeah. then they just like keep throwing them down the road and they have to go as far as possible but then once they're broken and like will not roll anymore they're out yeah. um do they not all just break immediately no is it grass no it's concrete it's on I the road i imagine they're cooked eggs. yeah they're not just raw <laughs> right yeah. oh hold on you didn't say that though did you <laughs> no but i just assume that'll be given <laughs> they're very hardy chickens yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real tough. Oh, this is a double shell on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it is it is like David's village as well because they basically they take these eggs, throw them down the road, and if they crack and all the rest of it, and then they burn an outsider uh, to bring on the summer. <laughs> so the greater good. Yeah, so that's maybe one to swerve. He's got uh, another one with it, like uh, Christmas or New Year or something, where like in the in their households, the person with like the oldest and like with the most blonde hair or something has to like bring in the. New loaf or something. Go out to the woods. They're gonna go out into the woods and bring the wolf back. Yeah. There's something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. That's wild. So anyway, after after all of that, it looks like the watch along of the masters won't be happening. <laughs> yeah, what no one's here. I mean, you two. You're I gonna have a great time. I will do it. Uh, David yeah, can yeah. be on it. Uh, I yeah. didn't. Well, no, no. David will be rounding up the <laughs> rounding up yeah, the, the outsiders. The local. Put them in the wicker man. When has the masters ever fallen on? Easter Sunday. Couple I've times. Never ever seen it. A few no, times. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I've we never are, ever seen it. On we'll Easter work. Sunday. We'll work out how to do it on video. Yeah. No. 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 Do like a Zoom live stream. No. No. It's fine. It's fine. You go back to Dorset. <laughs> Just make sure you put the Dundonald duck in the Dorset duck race if it passes the Dorset duck race council. Yeah. <laughs> Is it in Doodle Door as well? Absolutely shocking. Me and you'll do it, Pete. We'll do it. Oh yeah, yeah, we can do. I, I kind of feel like it's you know a lot of the energy and a lot of the hope's been sapped out. I feel like you don't no, want to spend an evening back. with me. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. I'll, I'll, we'll make it happen. We'll I'll, make I'll, it happen. I'll leave my kids in. I'll leave my kids in London, and I'll just come and do this instead. <laughs> um, what's the point of the duck race? Is it whichever one goes the furthest? No, it's a, well, no. Whoever there is a finish first. line. Yeah, there's a finish line. Yeah. It's okay, so it's, it's not. It's, so it's not similar to the ongoing golf ball debate that's happening in the world of professional golf. Then no, it's not. It's not about distance. Mm, no. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. I mean, it, as far as the that is an anti segue. That, that was, uh, that was it, good. It was Smooth. kind. We, we almost got there. And okay. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. Though. I'll take an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you self-mark your test, kids. <laughs> yeah, I would not give that an eight and a half. That's a You know what? It got us here. That's the best. <laughs> <Don't Yeah. worry. laughs> now, now we're going to talk about the golf ball rules that have uh, come into play. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> yeah, so this is, an, if you haven't heard this news by now, um, I'd be surprised, but one of the big debates of the last, I don't know, five, ten years pretty much, is that the golf ball in the elite area of golf, especially the men's game, is going further and further and further. So the USGA and the RNA, after much deliberation, hand-wringing and committee meetings, have come out and said, we want to roll back the ball so it comes off the club face a lot slower and will put us back to probably like the late 1990s as far as mm. distance is concerned. The reason that they're doing this is they want to try and protect um, some of our best golf courses so elite men's competition can still take place on them without them destroying them, basically. This won't apply to amateur golf. Okay. It won't apply to recreational golfers and it mm. won't apply to the women's game either. So mm. what we would have if this comes in in January 2026 is a bifurcation of the rules, which says professional players professional men will play with one ball whilst uh, will play with a different type of golf ball from different manufacturers i'm still presuming whilst the rest of us will play with something else and the reaction has been pretty mixed have you seen anyone who's um who supports it um a few people but so are, they, are they very short hitters? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> to be honest, that's one of the main criticisms against it is that if you give a long-hitting professional and a short-hitting professional a different ball that goes less far, the longer hitter is still going to be further ahead. Yeah. So it's it's an argument which is it's difficult because generally most golfers your recreational golfer that make up 99.9% of the world's golfing population aren't bothered about this. Yeah. They want the game to be easier. They want to hit the ball further. They want the clubs to be more forgiving. They want everything to be easier in the game of golf because it's really, really hard and probably don't care about the elite level men's game anyway. Mm. And one of the big benefits, and I, I've always thought this about golf, one of the best things about it is that I could step onto the same course as an elite player using the same clubs, the same balls, and see how I stack up. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is one of the best things about it. Now, as soon as you start to split that equipment between the pros and the amateurs, and you know, this is very much the first steps of what could happen in this, it then becomes an unlevel playing field. It mm -hmm. becomes not the same game that we've all grown up with. Yeah. No, I... I, I, I completely agree with that i think the point you make about you know golf being a sport that you i could go and play ricky fowler in a match and we could compete against each other in terms of the handicap system as well in terms of the equipment we use it's all the same we all can we could all could do it if we wanted to mm. whereas now you've got a very slim amount of people at the top of the game who are going to be using something completely different to what we're going to use i think the, the the conversation about distance obviously been going on for quite a while now obviously bryson has dedicated himself to the more distance over the last five years yeah and maybe that's where they've kind of sort of started to to have this conversation unravel i think one of the other big things about golf and especially the players and the people that are playing it now is that it's a very different time to 20 years ago these guys are athletes you know these these yeah. guys 
are doing things that they weren't doing 20 years ago. Yeah, They're in the gym every day. It's They're much, pumping themselves. much less recreational now exactly. in that area of the game than it was, yeah. you know, back in the back in that time. I, I know it's not quite, you know, the same kind of thing, but if you, you know, I, I, I don't know for sure off the top of my head, but, you know, if you start to look at, like, the speeds that people were running recently or over 100 metres or whatever, take away Usain Bolt, so to speak, but you'd probably be seeing the more into modern times they'll be getting quicker. So what are they going to do? Oh, 100 metres is too short. Let's make it 110 metres because it's getting a bit bit too short now. Are they running it too fast? Or it doesn't or, quite like... Or they're not allowed to use blocks and they have to have a standing start. Exactly, and, yeah. It just know. doesn't feel quite right, really. And like the fact, like you say, that golf is a game that we could go and play together. We could have a pro come along and play. And we all would feel that we're in the same boat is what makes it so charming to play i think yeah i think i think the only argument and and i'll do what jacob normally does which is to devil's, know, advocate. devil's advocate love it kind of play the other side of it is that the argument for it is what, exactly what you said that they're trying to protect the golf courses that these pros now and i think um i think uh sawgrass was a little bit of a example of this is that there's a hole there where might have been Max Homer drove the green it was like 320 something to the green and he just drove the green and everyone was like all right if you if someone drives a green on a 330 yard hole that should be exciting but because of distance now it's that that hole is now much less of a challenge for these guys um so I can understand them wanting to make him hit two shots to get to the green mm. by reducing the distance that the ball goes which is is an argument mm -hmm. yeah i mean to protect the course you've got i mean you've got courses you've got the 13th augusta which they've literally bought land going back from that team yeah, so they can extend it to make it more of a more of a proper par five goes back every year i think yeah <laughs> uh, well that that's it's the one hole that they've almost not moved because it is it's always been pretty much from that tee and yeah. they've moved it back a bit but this is a big extension yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's gone back a long way now so they're looking to protect that hole but <laughs> i think golf golf is different than almost every other sport because it is played on a different pitch every week you know you can think about maybe sports like tennis so you've got different surfaces but generally, pretty much every other sport, it has a set definition of the court, of the pitch, of whatever that it's played on. Yeah. Golf's very different because the course architects, which designed many of our best venues, you know, we're talking like over a century ago. Yeah. They were still using wooden clubs mm -hmm. and balls stuffed with feathers. The, the 18th at the old course is an example. Uh, yeah. That's two shots to the green to a normal human. Yeah, in that time. Yeah, and you know, let, let's be honest about this. For many golfers, it still is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But the advance of modern equipment has made it a lot easier for a lot more players to take out a lot of the trouble on these golf courses. Mm. So what the RNA and the USGA would say is, you know, we want to try and make sure that these courses don't have to keep extending tees and using up land which they don't have. But I think Jacob's right. You know, the modern golf athlete the post tiger era if you want to look at it like that and the revolution that he brought to the game mm. they are all athletes yeah it was, mm. it's more than a thing that you do it's like you know on the weekend you go and play golf it's like oh i'm gonna now dedicate my entire body and my entire mind and my entire kind of life to hit, hitting this ball more accurately further 
with more control, with more kind of, you know, it, it has become yeah. a very different, you know, like you say, there are kind of elite level athletes, not just people who play golf to a high standard mm. now. It's it's just, I, I think everybody knows that the elite men's game, especially, if you're a 15 handicap bloke, you know that a tour pro is obviously a lot better than you. But I don't think a lot of people appreciate just how much better they are. Yeah. Like they are in a completely different stratosphere to 99.9% of the golfers out there, which makes kind of maybe this change of the ball a little bit pointless because yeah. they're going to be that much better anyway. Yeah, like my my I saw um, someone say that, well, they'll just work out how to hit that ball further. Like they'll just do something to their bodies or their equipment is, and that they'll yeah. get the 20 yards back. Yeah, so what I was going to say is that like, you know, companies and brands now are trying to make their, their drivers the most aerodynamic and all this sort of stuff now. Like surely a equipment change as in like something to the to the irons or the driver would be a better um, way to get distance back. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would be much more beneficial and much simpler yeah. in many respects if they 100%. rolled back all the equipment to a point where again it's that level playing field between the amateurs and the pros it just yeah, makes it I can simpler. go and buy the yeah, same it, driver it just makes it simple because if if this rule comes in and the way it would work is that the USGA and the RNA would adopt this and bear in mind this is just a proposal this isn't something which has been set down just yet right okay so this is a proposal what they want to do if they adopted it, that would mean that the US Open, the US PGA, and the Open Championship would automatically have to adopt this rule. The Masters always usually follow suit, so the four majors would be using this rollback golf ball. Then it would be an option to say the major tour, so PGA Tour, would they adopt the rule? Yeah. Mm, it, it's it's in debate. DP. Um, DP World. Liv would, I would say, probably not, because they'd be like, oh, we're the fun tour, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So... It would, at that point in 2026, it would then become a thing. Yeah. So it might not even happen. Right. And it kind of feels to me that after all this talk and after all this debate about what they're going to do to try and limit distance, whether you agree with that or not, this just feels like a bit of a, bit of a whiff. Yeah. It, it just feels like they could have done so much more. Yeah. They could have been so much more far-sighted with this and it's kind of like well we're just going to roll back the ball a little bit yeah, it's, yeah it, it's just I, I looked up the stats on how much yardage has been gained in uh the last uh in the last year so in the last year of of golf what do you think the average yard increase has been for drivers off the tee no idea seven yards six four yards, yards. right Mm. So it's it's an increase, right? People, like you said, people are getting stronger. People are their equipment's changing, but over the last, I think it's uh, over the last ten years, it's only it's between ten and twenty yards. Mm. So you're 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 setting a specific group of people back a very small amount of time, and it is what they're doing enough to affect the game in a in a way that makes it harder for the pros i don't think so no. it's also i think as well it kind of like takes away from the skill or diminishes what they're doing in terms of their iron play and their short game 
Because it's kind of focusing on saying, oh, well, they're hitting the ball so far. That's why they're doing so much better. But these guys' proximity to the hole, their scrambling abilities, reading putts, putting, is another level from what it was 20 years ago as well. Yeah. So what is, you know, is, is McElroy being able to hit his eight iron 200 yards? That is that not also a problem as well? Because he can't, do you know what I mean? It's like it, a... It, it, you, I think you've got to be asking yourself the question of what do you want golf to look like? Yeah. In not just the elite level, but every level. And what a lot of people say is, oh, you know, it was much more enjoyable. There was much more skill and shot making involved when it was ballata balls and, you know, they were very soft. Like they just weren't flying as far. You had to shape your way around the golf course you know, back in the persimmon wood days. Mm. Yeah. Now, we're never going to go back to that. That's just not going to happen. But modern golf is a different type of skill. You know, I saw this article the other day. This isn't like what I was thinking. Remember Bryson when he was at Bay Hill mm-hmm. and he was bombing it over the water, an angle that no one else was. Yeah, on, on six. six. Yeah. How exciting was that? Amazing. Yeah. How interesting yeah. was that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, it, was a, it made that game a little bit more entertaining to see the difference in approaches. But, you know, a lot of the modern pros now, because they can launch it high, hit it far as they can. If it goes in the rough, they just gouge it out. You know, that that's what this is kind of designed to stop mm. and try and introduce a little bit more skill into the game. But it it doesn't go far enough to do that. And yeah. it's just a bit of a... Yeah, it's just a bit of a nothing. Uh, my thinking on it is like, so what if some of these players have to hit less club off the tee like what you're doing is ensuring that they have to hit driver like maybe and maybe they do have the level of control with the driver that you know the average golfer has with a seven or an eight iron you know they are elite level players but maybe they hit three iron Mm. maybe they hit three wood instead of having to hit driver off of all of these holes Mm. and then maybe they have to find another way to protect the course you know the rough is higher, the bunkers yeah. are steeper, the greens are rapid. Like what we saw this at um Alhamra. Yes, I was, Alhamra. Just, I was literally mm. about to go on. They this. they literally showed us a map of the course where all of the big hitters were hitting to on the DP World Tour event the previous year. And they said, Well, we've just narrowed it here and we've grown the rough up to protect that shot from happening. Yeah. And it then they then when you watch the tournament, people were either laying up and playing an, uh, sh- a longer second shot in or they were going for it and getting penalized yeah. so there, there's ways of protecting these courses but they do mean changing them slightly yeah 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 it what else could be done what else do you think you don't roll back the ball say the ball's the same we all play the same ball as it is now what else th- what else can happen it, if you really if you really wanted to return it to a level that it was you know 30 years ago mm you would have to roll back the ball to the extent of being a Bolata type of cover. Right. So it literally spanned loads more and it didn't fly as far. However, you would then have to put more restrictions on the equipment to stop those drivers being even more low spinning Yeah. so that the very top players could adapt and still launch it. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to change both. Now that could put us back to a point where golf courses like Sunningdale old could host like a male professional event again a top tier one yeah. yeah because if they went if a, if you know they had a PJ tour event there DP world tour event there they'd rip it apart it's just too short yeah so that could give us back the viewing pleasure of seeing a course like that again but 
That's it. Mm. Like that. That's all. That's all that would do. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. the business. Is it? What? What? What are we doing this for? Yeah. I mean, that. That's all that could yeah. possibly happen. That's the only thing you, that I can think of as a benefit. Do you think there might be potentially a a little bit of they've put this out there? And now they're just yeah, sort of just to see what people say yeah, about it. Yeah, just taking it in and then gone. Okay, well, people don't like it. Okay, so we'll, we'll take we'll one have away. another go. We'll try this other one. Yeah, not. Do you think that's potential? Or Maybe they've think? offered us mm. this, right? And we've all gone terrible idea. They're going to offer us something else. They're like going to offer us something slightly less bad, but still bad. And we'll go. Okay, well, it's not as bad as the ball roll back beans, idea. Was it? Here's some Bradstone <laughs> beans. Oh my God, we're back God on the beans. Sake. Um, do you, I saw an interesting one about um, tour pros all playing the same ball. Like there's a there's a tour ball, yeah, and all the tour pros have to play that ball. Like you know, you know, I don't know what example there is of that. Well, like in the Premier League, there is a Premier, Premier League, League version ball. of the ball, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and all the tour pros have to play with the ball from that. And then you know, but it does take away the sponsorship, yeah, I guess, on the just, ball. Yeah. Well, you know, this tour pro event sponsored by. Yeah, it, it the would, Callaway ball. It, yeah. it would have to be that would be have to be a complete restructuring yeah. of like tour and sponsorships and everything. They just yeah. pull it out of yeah. a bag yeah. at the beginning on the first tee. They're like, like oh, <laughs> DP five precept. <laughs> oh yeah, get a precept double zero. There's like. one in there, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that happened. That's that's the convoluted thing again. It's it's such a different sport. Like mm. Nike. Umbro, whatever, can buy the rights to provide the ball for like the Premier League mm. or the World Cup or whatever it be. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't it just not doesn't work the same in golf. No. Yeah. You know, so it is a completely different landscape. Um they should just play Bay Hill for every week on the <laughs> <tour. laughs> yeah. And then it'll be fine. Yeah. And then well, it'll be fine. Then may- it'll be close competition the, and stuff the, like that. Yeah, I was gonna that's say, like, maybe some of these courses just aren't up to it anymore. Uh, yeah, that's maybe they're hitting the ball too yeah. far and that's fine. Yeah. And maybe you don't go to you know, you don't go to some of these courses and you and the, and, mm-hmm. and Augusta, you still play Augusta the Masters at Augusta because it's the kind of the place where it happens and they tear the course up. Mm. Maybe that par five becomes a par four and it goes down to a par 71 instead. Mm. Like maybe they have to alter their perception of what a par three is. Maybe the par three is actually now 220 yards and onwards because mm. these guys are hitting it so far. Like maybe that's, you know, a par 68 becomes normal now. Mm. And then there's then under par is really impressive because it used to be a par 72 a couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 Suppose, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. The, I, I think if if the, if they're going to do something, they need to go at it hard. Yeah, they need to go at it hard enough that everybody's involved from all levels of the game, both men and women, amateur pro. Everyone's playing yeah. the same stuff. <coughs> and like one of the some of the biggest kickback has obviously been from golf companies. You know, yeah, they they've got no interest in. Oh, you mean we have to make another special product that we yeah. you know, have to research and uh, spend millions of yeah, pounds exa- making? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. So then, then the, the, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. But for yeah. them, for to be honest, for equipment companies, if the if the governing body turned around and said, right, we're rolling back the drivers, so the ball's got to come off, you know, on on our test, it's got to come off ten miles an hour slower. Mm-hmm. You know, the ball's got to spin two thousand revs more on a drive, whatever it's going to be. You know, exaggerating stuff. It would almost, I think, be a benefit to equipment manufacturers if they did that. Because then they could start this whole process of creating golf clubs again with a new set of rules. Because mm. everybody knows that drivers at this moment, 
they're pushing right up against the limit. Yeah. If there are gains every year um, that we've seen over the few uh, last couple of years, the gains have been minimal apart from, I would say, forgiveness off yeah. the face. I was going to say, like, dispersion slightly. Yeah. You know, so the, a lot of companies now are managing to make drivers which are lower spinning, but also they're increasing the forgiveness of those drivers. Yeah. Um, from across the face. So they've been having advancements in that area. But if all the rules were changed, you could actually work towards creating something completely different. Yeah. And then if the drivers went, you know, 30 yards less distance, they could then start the process of going, well, this driver goes another five yards yeah. further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start Again. building it back <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you want those 2023 Bryson numbers? <laughs> yeah. We've got it for you in yeah. 2028. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the big change would need to be equipment based. I, I don't, and not club, ball. Club it needs based. to be club based. I think that is the only way it's going to, they're going to actually like properly do this, I think. Um, okay, so from people eating up the course at Augusta to people eating at Augusta, um, Scottish Scheffler's Masters menu came out. Mm. Yep. We'll throw it up. Um, looks very good. Have you seen it? I have seen it, yeah. yeah, what, yeah. Did, what did you think, Peter? Uh, I don't know what tortilla soup is. For a start, what well, I thought I was like, that's got to be a spelling mistake. I, I don't know, I don't know what that is, but I mean, sliders, great. Yeah, burgers. Yeah. I mean, listen, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be lovely to go. Yeah, it well. sums up uh, Scotty as well as a person, I think. Yeah, I think it it's really sort of sums him up, which is good. Right, Re to, read it out know. for us, Jacob. So, Masters Club dinner, April the 4th, 2023. Your host, Mr. Scotty Scheffler. Is that your personal invite you're reading there? Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, well, <laughs> this, is the, this is the email <laughs> PDF link. Uh, so to start him off, we're going to go with uh, some cheeseburger sliders served Scotty style. Now, what do you think? Now, you are a, uh, you are a Scottish Scheffler hater. It's going to mm. be, it'll just be a beef burger. <laughs> to the cheeseburger. Nothing in it. Cheeseburger. No, I'll tell you what it will be. It will be the way you have your cheeseburger. What, take the tomato and you, the lettuce You out. take the tomato, yeah. the pickle, the onions. No the, mustard. No mustard. No mustard. Take it all out. Yeah, on a burger. I don't want mustard on a burger. What? I reckon what it'd be is, as that burger approaches your mouth and the point of impact, like the lower bun just slides right out. Slips off the plate. I've got headed Off you go. And everyone's like, whoa, what happened there? So it, it still, still tastes nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it might not might not look quite right, but that's why it's called a slider. It's literally nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know actually know what a slider is. No. He just thinks he's just pulling the, yeah, the, just, the just bottom bun out from the likes the sound of it. And he, yeah. does, he does it himself. And he comes along is, and just That is why it's got his Scotty Scheffler style. It is a slider. Very good. That is that is probably the funny one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. That was so good. Enjoy that. That Enjoy was that. really, really <laughs> bloody good. I'm just imagining the bottom half of the bun just like slightly <laughs> off to the side. Yeah, I'd like to know what that means and get down in the comments as well. And uh, if you're watching as well, let us know what you think Scotty style means because that, yeah. that it's a bit ambiguous. But yeah. uh, next one up is a firecracker shrimp, sweet Thai and chili and sriracha mayo. Sounds good. Which I know would be right up your street, Peter Finch. Yeah, no like seafood for me, spice. but yeah, mm. I like all those flavours. Yeah, yeah, that sounds not too bad. Yep. Uh, then we're moving on to tortilla soup. Mm. Uh, avocado, crispy blue tortilla strips, sour cream, cilantro, and lime. I think this is nachos. Do you think? Just really wet. Yeah, read that out again. <laughs> avocado. Good, goes on nachos. Crispy blue tortilla strips. That's crispy strips of tortilla, i.e. nachos. Yeah, sour yeah. cream. 
Goes with nachos. Cilantro. Goes with nachos. And lime. Goes with nachos. That's nachos. So why is it soup? Because oh, he can't just call it nachos, can he? Mm. Oh, no, you can do. You can. That, that's what it is. Yeah. What, you call what's it nachos. The soup part? Tortilla soup. You take all that, stick it in a blender, mush it up, and then give it everybody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just or, just, it, or just call it nachos. Bowl on the table. Stop yeah. it as well. And comment below how many times we just said the word nachos. Mm-hmm. Um, now moving on to what I believe would be the main. A Texas ribeye steak or blackened redfish. Family style mac and cheese, jalapeno creamed corn, fried Brussels sprouts, and seasoned fries. It'd be, nice. the, it'd be the fish for me. Steak for me. Nah, fish. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say the steak. I'd struggle to pick, but I think I would go steak. Really? I think. I'm not sure I'd, I'd trust the fish, which is two different colours at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's red and blackened. Blackened red blackened fish. Blackened red fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just still red. <laughs> uh, mac, kind of a maroon mac, mac and cheese. Yeah, solid. Yeah, 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 solid. Can't yeah. really go Fries. Wrong. I'm not. I'm not sure about the uh, sprouts in there. Jalapeno cream corn. That would be. Mm. That would be a bit of you. Um, does Murphy eat sprouts? Um, it'll eat anything. It'll eat so anything. Yeah. Okay. Except you know, under the are table. We all, when you're are like we all Brussels sprout fans here. Huh? Do you like Brussels sprouts? Yeah, love them. Brussels yeah, sprouts. Yeah, yeah. Sprouts. Forced to eat them as a kid and didn't like them and now like them. That's. I think that's four for four on a table is pretty good for Brussels sprouts. Yeah, yeah I love. I love them. Do you know what they're great with? They're mustard. Like Jacob, really Mustard good. With I thought you were going to say bacon lines, which is the correct answer. And yeah, chestnuts. That's true. Load of butter, load of bacon. Chestnuts. As that, well. that noise was good. <laughs> it's my it's my favourite side of a Christmas dinner. Brussels sprouts. I'm sorry, more than stuffing? Yeah. More than cauliflower cheese? Yeah. More than roast potatoes? Yeah. I thought we were that's friends. That's a lie. That's, a, that's, that's, not, that's an absolute that is joke. It is more because than pigs in black. You, have, you, have, you can have... Oh, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a that now yeah, we yeah. pigs and blankets would be a but question. I get bacon with the br- with the pigs and blankets as I do with Brussels sprouts. Yeah, but not I, enough. It is they are better than roast potatoes because you get roast potatoes every year. I only have Brussels sprouts with bacon lardens on the Christmas dinner, and I love it. It's my favourite bit. Okay, mum, back me up. That's very ring in. <laughs> <laughs> get my back. My mum's gonna tell you. <laughs> well, that that was very impassioned. Okay, so after the Brussels sprouts, uh, we finish off with a warm chocolate chip skillet cookie. Milks and cookie ice cream on the side. Yeah, I mean, it's milk and cookies. Yeah, it's a bit. So, yeah. so think about this. <laughs> think <laughs> yeah, about this. That's what it is. That he's sounds had, like Scotty, though. He said burger, mm. nachos, yeah, steak, milk and cookies. Yeah, very American. He's a ten-year-old child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's and nine. I'm, I'm, I've got to be honest. I'm nine. I've got to be honest. That that is a is a bit. It's a bit I, boring. Though, isn't it? I, I imagine there's probably a little bit more to it. Um, than maybe what appears because I've never really understood cookies and milk. I'm, I've never got that. You, do, you dip them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, but isn't I, it ice cream? <laughs> uh, it's served with milk and cookies ice cream. Milk and cookie ice cream. Right, okay. That might make more sense because like, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't understand so dipping that, cookies and milk. So it's that dipping of into milk and that taste is in, in the, ice cream. In the ice cream. You can um, make anything into ice cream. Do you reckon you get party bags? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you take take away the uh, the cookies that don't get eaten, probably. What um what are the live players having? What's he made for the live players? Um, they're sat I'd on a be surprised separate if he made, like, table, list. Yeah. Um, and they don't have any. There is. Oh no, hold on. It says here. So good it he says here. Regret sandwich, and too much money for uh, not enough yeah, competition. I w- yeah, I saw that thing where he's like uh, he put it on there. Maybe his uh, his social media guy would have. Uh, Put seven else on there as well. That yeah, because so you know, because you know, he said the live players meet on the night. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if there yeah, was going to yeah. be something for that. Are there um, any? Are there any? There's, are there any green jacket people who 
have gone to live now. Patrick Reed. Dustin Johnson. Sergio Garcia. Phil Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> Any more? So there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. going to be a steely dinner. I'd, if they go. Charles, Charles did they not, I don't they not think go? they went last year, did they? Was there, there was a, a few missing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, you want them to confront each other like they're in Greece. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is... <laughs> in Greece? <laughs> oh, right. as in as in the, yeah, the, the musical. Country. Right, okay. <laughs> Chucking hummus at each other. <laughs> Smashing <laughs> plates on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I was say, I, I didn't really know what you were going for. Um, <laughs> oh, meet me in Mykonos, I'll do you, son. Yeah. <laughs> what, Phil? <laughs> don't, don't bring Sergio. He's a Left nutter. Left-handed, naff off. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you remember? Do you remember Hideki's last year? I was going to oh, bring I this up. Good, I remember It's hard to remember off the top of your head, it but was, if oh, Hideki's is probably good. the best of the last, so yeah, good. Good. So good. So. If you're a sushi guy, mm. yeah, then we'll, we'll throw it up. Here. Seafood guy. Um, okay, so you're we're hosting. We collectively won the Masters as a scramble. Well done. Cool. Well C- done. Could us. happen. Congratulations. We, we, we wear a very large green jacket. Mm. Um, between the four of us, we've got to do the starter, the main, the side, and the dessert. We'll, we'll do. We'll do what it is on the here. So it's appetizers to start. Right. Then a starter. Okay. Then a main. Then a pudding. You'd give us an appetizer. Um, I would go for honey mustard glazed sausages. Oh God, I'm in. In, on like a cocktail stick, or um, I well, I don't know what the vibe is. Are they sort of coming in and they're presented with canapes as an appetizer, or is it? Yeah, sat down? I think. Okay, be, then I'd go yeah. with that. Okay. I'll go little cocktail sausages, honey glazed mustard. Oh, um, the mustard. Yeah, honey now glazed. mustard. Yeah. God, you are picky with your mustard. I like it, but not like as a condiment. Mm. Honey glazed mustard is different than mustard. Yeah, but you so so you're having honey. This is how I would do it. Sausages, uh, well, honey, not, and mustard. This is it's in your course. Money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get to you at the bottom yeah. of the table. God, God damn it. <laughs> get back in the kitchen. Um, um, think about your dessert. And what else would I... I think, cause, is that enough? Yeah. Are they going to fill up on start, sausages? Kieran, starter. Starter. Um, I think for if I was ever to win, I'd give like two options. I'd give like a culinary option. I'd give like a... Um, like a heart, like warming, you know, like, like a, a bistro. Yeah, like you know, just something that like comfort food sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it would be if it was like something to be for start, it would be either um, uh, like uh, squid. Okay. Um, so fried squid. That'd calamari. Be like, yeah, yeah, calamari. That would be like the um, that'd be my comfort one, and then I'd go for a beef, uh, beef carpaccio as like a more culinary. I think the carpaccio would fit into the setting more, more than more the culinary vibe but, but I like it I'd give like I'd always give like a options a, two Don't options feel yeah. left out yeah, yeah exactly one like a lemon posset for dessert and like a banana and hold custard. on he's just going just he's doing dessert listen, now you've got you've got one no, but course I'm, I'm saying no but that's no, 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 no we might no, come no, back no, round no, the no, table but you, keep your dessert to yourself you've got one course I've just been thinking about you've got one course I know you felt hold the pat on the 18th for us to win alright but we've decided that we're going to do it in turns yeah what's the next course Main. Main. Okay, so you get to pick two mains. Oh, two mains. So this is quite a... So we've got kind of beef carpaccio, squid, honey. Kind of, it's, it feels quite European. So let's stick, let's stick to European then. So I'd go a beautiful like Mediterranean octopus. Oh, wow. But what? we've already had squid. A whole different vibe. Yeah, whole com- different completely, vibe. completely different. Squid and octopus. Different um, um, I'm sorry. Did they both have eight legs? 
No. No. Do they both live under the sea? Yeah. Does yeah. one of them so play one, a xylophone? No, yeah. one's, one's uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Squid and octopus is very different. They're the same. Like octopus. They're seafood, but, but it's all the same. That was like a terrible version of the SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> thing. Do they both have eight legs? SpongeBob SquarePants! <laughs> Do they both live under the sea? <laughs> Sorry, go on. But I'd be, I'd, I'd be thinking Chaos. that, because just imagine the, imagine the table appeal of a massive octopus. Yeah. Okay, it will look good. Yeah. Just yeah. thump it down in the middle. And Poof. then one of them... One of them massive, uh, you know, when you get, you get half the wheel of parmesan and they like oh, carve yeah. it out to a bowl, oh, yeah. And then you oh, do I've the had that. I had it in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do where, that. As where well. in Manchester? Um, uh, it's Piccadilly Square, and there's uh-huh. an Italian place that was like very Instagrammy, and the food was okay, but uh-huh. it was like mostly people taking pictures right. of the guide. Sets it on fire. I must try that. Place. Does the pasta in the, I in the must wheel, go. wheel of cheese? <laughs> I must try. You must dine there. Um, and then what's next? Dessert. Just dessert. dessert. So am I allowed to do two desserts or just one? Um, you mm, just it's one on the menu, but just one, know. and then you can have like a side. So like oh. they had ice cream. So yeah, like. I'll go for a, for an after dessert like aperitif. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, the dessert would be like a um, summer fruit eaten mess. Okay. Um, kind of light and fruity mm-hmm. um, and then there would be um, after the eaten mess there would be espresso and dark chocolate as an option okay are we talking are we going to get like a raspberry coulis on this you can, mess or you can optional coulis okay <laughs> <laughs> alright there's a coolie man who will come around and yeah I mean he says coolie <laughs> and you're like I'm cool enough as it is mate I'm coolio thank you oh that's uh, alright Pete that sounds like uh, quite a good menu. Get down to those comments. What would your menu be? Let yeah. us know. You got to do uh, appetizer, starter, main dessert. Mm. What are you drinking? What are they drinking? And champers. They got to be on the champers. Uh, there is a select like wine menu, yeah. but I am not. You're the, g- I'm not a schmelier, so I don't. know. What are you doing? Guinness. <laughs> Get some Guinness on, yeah. <laughs> a couple of Guinnesses, mate. I did. I'd, I'd met someone who'd been into the wine cellar at Augusta. No and way. It, and he said it was pretty impressive. Is it gnarly? Mm. So putting green down there. Well, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vic. There's a putting green in the wine cellar. Of course there is. Of course there is. Why would there be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm he was saying it was uh, impressive. But like some of the courses I've been to over the last few years, if you if you have like a really wealthy membership, mm. they basically stock the wine cellar with the favourite wines they want. So if they're ever there... Got you. So, right, so they can put in a yeah, order say, of what ah, they want. Ah, Mr. Broadbridge, would you like a 1988 Chateau Neuf de Pap? <laughs> yeah, it's actually my favourite. Yes, I would. Thank you very yeah, much. I'll, I'll, I'll have it with a side of Guinness, please. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not tonight, actually. <laughs> oh, Jaeger bomb, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a rough round. <laughs> I'll have <laughs> 35 <laughs> Skittle bombs, please. Uh, Bring them now. How the heck um, is a Skittle bomb? You know a Skittle bomb? No. Oh. Lovely. Southern Comfort and Red Bull was my university drink. Tastes like Red Bull, gets you very drunk. <laughs> Southern Comfort and Red Bull? Yeah. Does that go together? Mm. Nope. I was going to say, that's... Uh, Are that's they like the same colour? At the same, oh, same, yeah. same, colour, At the yeah. same time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just like a swig of Red Bull by <laughs> <laughs> Southern Comfort. No, that was it. Yeah, they were great. That Trinity Bar in Harrow. Shout, Shout out, out Trinity. Shout out Trinity. Yeah. How, um, how much is it for membership at Augusta? I, I honestly don't think it works like that. Oh, right. Okay. It, uh, <laughs> it's not a buy your way in I situation. I always like to ask. Otherwise, we'd be there, mate. All oh, right. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's more of a, I mean, it'd be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds, but I, I imagine it'd be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds and you'd be expected to donate 
millions to, right. to redo oh, the course. Yeah, Did you have like to get uh, invited in as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, and they, they blackball people very, very quickly. Right. Like, <laughs> but the, like the organizing committee of Augusta as well, like so many amazing, famous stories of like, them turning down famous people and very powerful people. Well, Eisenhower Street's not there anymore. No, sorry, this no. Um, mm. Eisenhower Street was like just onto the left off a T. Oh, I want to say it's on the back nine somewhere. It was like fourteen, fifteen, no, maybe sixteen, something like that. Anyway, but off the T into the left, and President Eisenhower mm -hmm. asked for the tree to be removed because he kept hitting it with his T shirt. No way! Wow. And, and August turned around and said no. Oh, shut up, mate. So it's Eisenhower. Thank you, you bloody president. Ah, oh, what hole was it on? It's <laughs> you are. That's cool, that. Love that. Ah, but he got, he got struck by lightning and took down in the end. Oh, he really? struck him by yeah. lightning. He had the power. Yeah. Ooh. He had the president's Conspiracy. Yeah. yeah, president's a lizard, mate. As soon as he... Uh, <laughs> as soon as he... He'd, yeah, he'd, he'd gone upstairs and he'd done enough favours with the big man. He said, right, time to get rid of that tree. So yeah, right, take the tree out. Do you reckon it's 15? There's quite a, like a tight... 15 is quite a tight one. It, I don't think it's... God, do you reckon he was? Do you reckon he was hooking it or slicing it? Uh, straight pull, I think. Yeah. Was it a pull? over the top bit of a close club? Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll it put it up here. I'll, I'll, I'll get it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll find, find it. it. Yeah. Um, do you reckon they do their membership on instalments? <laughs> well, um, per month basis or something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like you were the other day, looking at courses in the area to join as a member. Yeah. To play a bit more golf, and I was, I don't know if I can ship out the money for an entire golf membership all at once and I was looking at options for the courses around me that have uh, like an installment plan or like a beco you're becoming a member for the first time so it's slightly cheaper all that good stuff mm. do you reckon they do that how it goes no one off payment you pay year. one off cash has to come in a briefcase sequential bills yeah in singles oh. and then they just throw it they actually don't even need it yeah, yeah. they're just like you great now burn <laughs> it yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> You bring in your own money, they take you to the 14th green and they just set it on a table, give you a can of gas and just be like, you have to burn your own money to prove your worth. Yeah. <laughs> Send it up. And then David kills the people who don't do it. A million up the swanny. Yeah. What would um, what would you say the most exclusive course in England is? Like obviously Augusta is probably the most in, um, in America. What would you say in England? I think... In and the UK. I think Swin UK. Swinley Forest has something ridiculous. Like, you can only be a member if you're related to, like, the the founding members from, like, 100-odd years ago, something that's, like that. That's right. I, I almost did it, people. I think I may have got through the entire podcast without saying the S word, uh, but I almost <laughs> did it. So. Um, it that's cool. It, Check the family like, tree when yeah, I go. I like that kind of thing. This Again, this might, this might be one of those. It might be a Kieran fact, this. But yeah. I'm, I think I Little think asterisks. that's what it is. But because all like the founding members as well from around the area, they're all like Count this or Earl that. Right, got you. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, all right. So we're going back a bit. Where is, yeah, where yeah. is that? Where's it? Was it called? Um, it's down there, uh, not far from St George's Hill, where we were yesterday. Oh, right. Swinley Forest. That yeah. whole area is like mad, isn't it, for golf? Yeah, yeah. That whole area is just. It's really forest. It, it is. It is super, super kind of elite. But I, I'm sure there's others. Oh, there's a oh, there's a yeah. golf course on Harrow on the Hill. Which is owned by which is where I'm from, which is owned by Harrow School, so okay. it's owned by the school, right. and you can only play it. You, you, you can only join. I think how it is is you can only join if you get invited by a teacher from the school, because <laughs> it's owned by the school. Right. You can join the club, 
but you have to get vetted by the teachers from the school. So they have to first of all know you like personally to say that you're you know not a crazy person. Mm. And then there's no, no online booking system. There's no the clubhouse is very rarely open. Mm. So you like uh, you can go and run on bits of it. Like is, is, is it, it a private school? Oh, Harrow. Dude, Harrow. Yeah. Are you yeah. having a not like seventy percent of the UK's prime ministers went there? Oh right, it's they, it's Harrow yeah. and Eton are like the biggest two, yeah. two wow. biggest. Like it's it's um, nine grand a term. A term, it's yeah. disgusting, mate. Yeah, and that's three times a year, sunshine. It's one of the biggest problems we have here in the UK. What's that? <laughs> Elite private education. Well, the, yeah, that most of the British prime ministers come from oh, from like one place, two or three yeah. schools. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I found out. Ideal. I found out that all like the rugby players. Are all from like private schools as well. Yeah, they guess yeah. that's because yeah, at, at, at state schools they play football. Not that's what I mean. Mate. I would have made it if I didn't go to state school. I would have got it. You on? You cannot be a rugby player. You definitely uh, cannot be a rugby yeah. player. Why not? I tell you what, yeah. you could do. You could bring the little tee out for him to kick it off. <laughs> I played on the A team. I think you're fine. Oh. Yeah, very slim pickings, was it? No, we got a very good rugby school at Bishop. Thank you very much. Mm. Well, there you go. Not yeah. your year. Your year. I played nine. I played it? scrum half. It's the only position I've been able to play. Off just year. because I'm not the biggest guy. It's an off year, then, was it? No. Yeah, we did play rugby at our school. No, no. But well, they did play. The, 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 there's about eight people who wanted to play rugby at our school, so they had to go to a seventh tournament <laughs> instead of a full oh, no. team. It, you, you, you just had to play rugby at our school. There wasn't yeah. a choice. Yeah, Ours was like um, try not to get stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's that's what our teachers politely call cross country. Yeah, running away from people trying to stab mm. you. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Very we good, played right? a bit of bit of juke ball. Juke ball. Kieran, do the game. <laughs> uh, shall I finish it off? Oh, do you know what? I've actually this time I've written out a script. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yes, Kieran. Strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen. I we made sure what. I don't even think the script's going to help. Come on, let's this do time, it. This time I made a script, but I don't want to give away. You guys can't look. Okay. Set. Right. Okay, let's go. Everybody, welcome down to Guess the Player, a segment we do every week here on the Rough Cut Golf Podcast. Each week, I pick a, I pick a player and rattle off facts about the specific person, ranging from hard to easy clues. You all have one life and your unique buzzers. Jacob's is? Get in the hole. Pete's is? Caca. Mick's is? Cool, blimey. Excellent. I'm reading it. Excellent. And it goes. He's hurt his neck. It's part of the script. Don't, don't ruin it. Excellent. Uh, and the current standings are. Down here somewhere. Bam. Right. Let's get into it. That was really good. Uh, was very, that good? Very good. Oh, Thank really you very good. much. I mean, it was the most wooden. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> right. Oh, did you say we all get one life as well? I did, did say that. Oh, okay. did. I covered all bases. Very that good. Is in there. So well done, good Come on. Here well we done. go. God, right. Great. Comment below. Congratulate him. Thank you very much. Right. First off, uh, I was born on September 14th, 1988. Mm. I think I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> September, 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 what, sorry? Nin September 14th, 1988. I think, was he? I know last year, I think it might have been, uh, last, year, last week might have been 87. Or 86, can't remember. But anyway, yeah. Okay. So he's 34 years old, apparently. Something like that. Quick uh, I turned pro in 2007. Okay. I was 10. Don't know what was going on then. Wasn't watching it. You were ten. Yeah. Seventeen. Well, you'll be fine then. 
Should okay. know. Not though. Not personally. <laughs> you no. might do, I don't know. <laughs> John. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Next up. Uh, my highest ranking was ninth in 2018. Are you still reading the script? No. No, okay. This is all off the dome now, is it? Well, I've written down my clues, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got you. 34 year old, joined the tour on 2007. Well, I turned pro 2007. Term, sorry, turned pro 2007. Peaked ninth. Ninth in 2018. Okay. Nothing coming to mind. Anything? No. No. Mick? You're looking at me like. Mick's beamed out, he's gone. <laughs> he's not here. <laughs> uh, in 2009, I competed in Golf Channel's The Big Break. Where I finished second. Have you in 2009? Have you heard of that break? Oh, Big Break. Yeah, yeah, Big Break used to do the bomb. Man. <coughs> used to be really good. I don't know what that is. Well, I'm, I'm, hold on, I'm not allowed to say descrippy. You're not allowed to say the bomb. The bomb. That was the bomb. Comment below when you guys have got it as well below. So and that was in 2009. Sorry. 2009. Yeah. What 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 is that? Uh, it was a Golf Channel show where like. Pro golfers went through a series of challenges, um, and like by the end, there was two left, and they had a match, and they got like a start in a tour event or something like that. Yeah. Oh, bring it back! Oh, bring that yeah. back! Hey, hey, write that down. Netflix, if you want to have a go. <coughs> Peter Finch Golf. So I lost in the final, pretty much. You did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, unlucky. Uh, any guesses? Cool, blimey. Yep. <clears throat> nice. No, I, I realise it's too late. No, you got to go for it, mate. You, you have to go buzzer. for it. You have pressed the buzzer. Bryson DeChambeau. No, incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. Right, next one. Uh, uh, so I realised he turned pro much later than that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, I've had six wins, six professional wins. He seems like the kind of person who would go on a TV show. Though. <laughs> that's where I got it from. Mm -hmm. So it might wins. be like that's across like everything. Okay. Six wins. We are again all... It, were there female golfers on this TV show? Um, yes, there was a female big break, yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, was it in 2009? Done. He's not smirking. Oh, oh, eyebrows oh, raised. I'm not saying oh, bro, I'm watching Lie to Me at the moment. I can read you. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got anything. No. My first win came in 2016 at the Puerto Rican Open. Wow, what a tournament to win. Uh You said they peaked. They said they peaked in 2016. Um, 18. Ooh. I think it was 18. I think. They reached nine in the world. His first what? First win was the Puerto Rican Open. Um, Go on. Get in the hole, Tony Finau. Yeah. Oh, oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. How'd you get so that? Good. Jacob. From from that. No way. How from the Puerto that? Rico Open. How do you know that? Yeah, um, bro, he knows stuff. So, the Puerto Rican Open was on at the same time that I think the Arnold Palmer was on a couple of weeks ago, or it was on, it was on at the same time that another oh, event was going right. on. Yeah. And I just remember the PGA Tour putting an Instagram out about Tony Finau uh, winning it, his, his first win. It, it was one of those things as well where, obviously, for quite a long time, he had the stigma attached of not being a consistent winner. And then when people said, oh, he's, but he has one on tour, everyone was like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Puerto Rico over there, mate. Was <laughs> that an easy one? That wasn't an easy one. I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't seen the post a couple of weeks what, ago. What was the next clue? Good to me. Uh, I was going to do, what was going to do? Oh, third in the open. 
in 2019, mm. which is um, Shane, yeah. La- Shane Lowry. Yeah. I, w- I don't think I'd call that off no. that. Start, no. start in, I want to see him on this TV show. And then mm. my, other, my other clue after that would have been um, in 2018, I beat Tommy Fleetwood <laughs> in the singles. Uh, started uh, an overly emotional episode. Yeah, I was going to say, and finally I cried yeah. 37 yeah. times. He ended, his, uh, he ended Fleetwood's like unbeaten run. Yeah. How dare he? Fairway Jesus. Does he know who he's yeah. playing? Fi- final clue I was massively dehydrated after filming Full Swing. I've had tear ducts and never had so much work. Oh. Love you, Tony. What a Love guy. What a boy. It. Cool. Really good. Good, good work. Well, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Take, uh, <laughs> Happy with these days work. Yeah, What's the current the, scores? Then? The current scores. I'm pretty sure it's four three one. Oh, I needed that to go ahead, did I? Think so. Oh, think so. Feels good. That's, that's, that's good. play. I, I think so. I did feel my shoulders get a bit lighter actually. Flame neck. You do know some stuff though, mate. Thank you. You know some stuff. Yeah. None of it useful. No. Apart from in this. Apart from in this quiz. Yeah. 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 So actually, it's very really useful. Have we worked out? Like when this, like when it ends, or is it literally just, just going to be ongoing? Oh, so you're going to have to go and through. I'm keeping. Yeah, we're going to get so niche on tour pros. Oh yeah. yeah. It, shall we cap it at fifty? Who oh. wore first to fifty? Or, yeah, f- um, or what about first to eighteen? Best of or first? And yeah, we'll do a second season um, with new rules. Best of. Hmm. First to first to <laughs> thirty. <laughs> I'll make that a clip. I'll make that a clip. I'll make that a clip. Yeah. Um, loses it. First to, first to 30. Okay. I was going to say best of 50, but we never able to figure that out. So, yeah, first to 30. That, that involves maths. Yeah. yeah. And we suck at maths. I was like what? thinking through that in my mind. I was like, oh, it's not going to work. First to 30 <laughs> wins. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds awesome. good. Okay. You, you know what else? See you there. You know what would also win? is if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe <laughs> to the channel because yes. that would help us out massively. If you are listening on your favorite podcast provider, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when this podcast is released each week. If you've not joined our Discord yet already, it is in the description below. That was absolutely disgraceful. God, feel disgraceful to scrippy that. Dirty. Uh, and yeah, that's it for another week. Guys, just thank you for again being fans be co-host. Thank you very mm. much for choosing to spend your time with us. We know it's very precious and we appreciate you massively. We'll preach. Yeah. <laughs> cool. See you. Yeah, see you later. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Bye, friends. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.